Hey everybody, I'm Eric Arnaud and this is Blank Cassette, the podcast that takes a closer look at your mixes to get the stories behind the songs. I know it's only been a couple months since the last time, but show favorite Ben Rathert is back this week with another installment in his ever-growing series of volumes. Every time I have the pleasure of hanging out with Ben, we make it a point to record an episode, and I got to see him last weekend. Uh, This time he was feeling extra nostalgic and wanted to go back to almost the very beginning of this series of his with Volume 3, a CD he burned way back at the turn of the millennium. Uh, This week, Ben and I talk about the origin of the volumes, high school life, and mostly this idea of trying to carve out a piece of anything in the world that belongs to just you. For Ben, music was a way to do that. Maybe you can relate. Now, if you have a mix you'd like to have featured on Blank Cassette, as always, we'd love to hear from you. Just send an email to mixtape at nerdalogs.com with a track list and a brief description of why the mix exists, and we'll get back to you ASAP. We would love to tell your story. As always, please feel free to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever you use to listen to podcasts, uh, as well as share us with your friends. A little bit of internet love goes a long way, and the more people know about this show, the easier it is to find new musical stories to tell. And now here he is, this show's number one mix master, Mr. Ben Rathert. Hey there, Ben Rathert. This is Volume 3. recently went back to high school, my old high school, Trico uh, High School, uh, over in Campbell Hill, Illinois. Uh, I was invited to come speak at a career day. There were like 20 or so people of various careers to come back and um, kind of give 20 to 30 minute talks about what you do and the kids went in and out and between the sessions and all that. I'm a small town doctor, family practice, so kind of got to give the 
ins and outs of what that's about. But while I was there, I was talking in Mrs. Chamnus's old math room, is the room I was assigned to. And as I was in there, like all the emotions started rushing back. I was like, oh, I actually am in high school. I don't come here very often. There's no reason for me to go to my old high school. Uh, my sister teaches there, uh, just around the corner, and she was really helpful for me, you know, guide me around, even though it's exactly the same place I've got all the memories of. Um, but on the way back home, I broke out some old volumes and was listening to them on the way back. It's like, okay, now I can remember. Now I've got all this stuff and all the songs and everything that was, was going on at the time. So I chose volume three because I thought it was pretty representative of the time that I was harkening back to. It wasn't the end of high school. It was like right in the middle. So a little quick history on the volumes and when I started making them. I was 16. I got a CD burner for my 16th birthday. I think it was a few weeks before my 16th birthday. And I had a lot of cached MP3 files from Napster that I'd been introduced to uh, a few months earlier by my brother-in-law, Chris. And it from there, I just had all these great songs. I'm like, I need to take these with me. I've got to get them um, in the car and elsewhere. So like, let's get them on some, some CDs and, um, and out there. And I knew that I wanted it to be ordered. I wanted to keep making them. So, you know, never repeat an artist, never repeat a song. And then, you know, volume three, volume four, on and on. And I liked them. When I made volume one, I was like, this was really worth doing again. And volume two affirmed that. But volume three was almost something different. Uh, it was the exact same thing. It was like, let's pick some good songs I'm listening to right now, you know, maybe stuff that reminds me of this or that. But this one clicked, like, hard. And I realized, like, this absolutely is something I want to do for a very long time. Like, I love being able to have my music, be able to say, like, this is my music. Um, and it meant a lot to me in high school because when you're in high school, uh, <laughs> you've got the things that, you know, you can hold on to and the things that, like, you're not allowed to do yet. And music is, buddy, it's yours.
I had a lot of discouragement in and out of high school because we all did because it's high school and that's what you're supposed to do there I think it was constantly just a matter of like man I wish I had you know more friends or I wish I had a girlfriend I wish I could date so and so and you know the long list of people that I had crushes on or that, that uh, you know in my in my mind I wasn't meeting the standard that I had set for myself and I thought like yeah you know even then I was trying to get a grip on that to say like it's it's okay you know this is life you know just just move on with yourself it's so weird um high school because like you're smart enough to like know the world around you but you have no experience to gauge anything against you're constantly saying I should be this but I'm not I should be able to go here but I can't and you haven't gone anywhere you haven't done anything um so while you have an understanding of the world around you it's like you're locked in some kind of a cage or something like that it's like I I need to get out I need to see more and then you know eventually you do and and it's fine you know it's it's not like it's bad or anything like that but it's like then you look back and you're like man high school was all right (laughs) even though like your high school self is like no it wasn't let me the hell out of here I'd jump right on a big bird and then I'd fly I've been a puppet a pauper a pirate a poet dear God Surround me as I speak Bridges that I walk across I wake And the frustrations fill the void That I can't solely bear Dear God Don't let me fall apart You've held me close to you But I have turned away And searched for answers I can't understand Anymore, I want them to turn black. 
My Girl, The Temptations. Um, this is just a good song. This is just me thinking about, mostly thinking about girls, of course, and crushes I've had, people I'm never actually going to date, people I can dream endlessly about. I wish, I wish there were a way that, like, young me could have, like, forgot about his crushes, could have moved on past them, but... In the way that I liked girls back then, you, you just get super intense about it. And it's not someone you can actually date or it's someone who's already taken, etc. But it's, it's someone that's just like, if you could just get over this, you'd be in a better place. You'd feel better. You'd be a better friend. You'd be a better family member. But no, you're stuck in you know your own purgatory that you built for yourself about how this one relationship that you can imagine should happen. Oh, if it could only happen there. The number of people I could name that would fit that description, you know, Allison, you know, Lindsay, uh, Aaliyah, just, just people that like were, were way big back in the day, um, to, to me in my, in my high school mind. Let me tell you about the venue that I listened to most of my early volumes in. 
It was a 1976 Mercury Monarch. Uh, it was owned by my Aunt Cora and Uncle Tate, and they had had it for years and years and years. Uh, it was their family car, and they kept it in really good shape, always parked in the garage. Uh, when Cora died in 1999, we had her sale later that year, and the auction was going around. We finally got to the car, and it was going up for like $350. No one wanted it because it's just a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, a three-geared, eight-cylinder gas hog in pretty good shape. Four-door sedan, four sedan, I wanted it, and I bid on it, and I got it for nothing. I surprised my dad, you know, because my family is the one who's hosting this auction, and I was like, I wanted this car. He came up to me right afterwards. He's like, are you sure you want this thing? I'm like, I'm certain I want this thing. This thing was copper-toned. Uh, it, it had a hard top on it. Um, it was a car unto itself because there weren't many Mercury Monarchs. Now, a Mercury Monarch is a badge emblem of a Ford Granada, and that's where it's like it's basically the same car, and they change like what the grill looks like and maybe some dashboard features there, but basically a Granada. Otherwise, um, and this car was mine, man. I, everyone knew it was mine too. You know, like you know, just zoom down the highway in a copper uh, four-door sedan, and pe- people just loved it. My my cousin Andy called it the Iron Butterfly because Monarch Butterfly. You know, there, there you go. Uh, my friend Harold made me a. Uh, a little console for my CD player to go into so that I could then connect it back to the dash. It sat on the hump in between the driver and passenger floorboard that was there. And this this little piece of like, uh, it was made out of walnut. It was a beautiful piece of wood. Um, just was there. It's like my CDs went right in there. And it was just kind of like the car was nicer than it should have been because it had a CD player in it and all the volumes came from there. I had to put some uh, speakers in the back too, uh, of, of course, you know, but uh, but it worked out pretty darn well. 14 miles to the gallon, and I had a 1,000 miles of road to explore in the surrounding area, and that's what I did with my spare time for the most part there. From your first cigarette to your last dying day When you're a jet, if the spit hits the fan You got brothers around, you're a family man You're never alone, you're never disconnected You're home with your own When company's expected, you're well protected Then you are set with a capital J Which you'll never forget till they cart you away When you're a jet, you Particle man, particle man, doing the things a particle can. What's he like? It's not important. Particle man, is he a dot or is he a speck? When he's underwater, does he get wet or does the water get him instead? Nobody knows. Particle man. Triangle man, triangle man, triangle man hates person man. They have a fight.
Sunrise by the Eagles. This is a time and a place. Uh, a few months prior to me making this volume was when I first discovered Napster. It was probably in like February, March, and I was downloading things. Or I, I, I first understood how it worked that I could just put a song in, I could then have it on my computer then. Um, and the first song I picked was Tequila Sunrise, and it downloaded, and it was before school. It was like 6.30 in the morning. I had to get to Scholar Bowl practice in a little bit there, but I had just enough time that when it finished downloading, I brought it up and I played it on the computer speakers there. My parents' bedroom had a little door that went to this, like, second-story little little balcony kind of thing that we didn't use very often, but I, I, I just it was a nice, beautiful morning out there. I opened the door, and I'm just, like, looking out there, the song was playing, and I just like looked out at the sunrise, and it literally seemed like anything was possible. So bizarre, just because like, you know, the internet is the internet now. But to me back then, the idea that I could just have music that I would have to wait for on the radio to have the feelings that come with that, and like that that intention emotional connection, um, is all wrapped up in every time I hear Tequila Sunrise. Now, uh, it, again, it's 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 not a song that says a whole lot. It's it's pretty. I, I love the Eagles, um, but it it's it's just a it's a it's a really fascinating moment to to think about. Now music is everywhere. Now I can have the music I want to, and it, it is interesting too because then that also changes for how important music is when it comes up by random. You know, like when you're listening to the radio and a, your favorite song comes up, like, this is great. You know, that doesn't happen that often nowadays. It's it's a matter of, like, if I wanted to hear my favorite song, I'm going to go hear it right now. Why would I not? And then it eventually becomes not your favorite song because it's yours. You've caught it, and the magic's kind of lost there. Uh, Save the Life of My Child by Simon and Garfunkel. Um, this one, it reminds me of something that probably happened after uh, I made this volume. Uh, but... It was a, a morning at high school. Everybody gathered in the gym first thing, just sitting on the bleachers, you know, drinking a soda and talking and just kind of hanging out, waiting for the bell to ring. And someone says, 
there's a fire, there's a fire. And it was out in the parking lot behind us. And immediately everybody shoots through the doors, looks out the parking lot, and there is gray-black smoke just billowing out from somewhere in the middle of the parking lot. So there's a car on fire. So everyone's kind of running. And immediately, like, you know, Mr. Hill, our principal, and a few other teachers have already kind of, like, made a, a screen and trying to keep people away. And I can already see it's my friend Carl. It's his car, which was this brown Datsun. Couldn't tell you what kind of car it was beyond that, but it was not a great car. But he was so happy to have it. Uh, Carl had, he had so much taken away from him in life. He had such a hard, um, hard road to hoe. And he had this little car, and he loved it um, more than it deserved. And the battery caught fire and burned the engine out on him that morning. Um, I don't know, like to, to other kids who, who might have had more they never had a loss like this up to that point. This was this was too huge to him, but that, that reminded me of that.
Take the Long Way Home by Supertramp. This song is about loneliness. This song is about life not working out the way it's supposed to be. I imagined myself, you know, because I'm trying to contrive these perfect loves that I'm going to be a part of someday and all my crushes working out and it's going to be so wonderful. Um, It's not going to happen, you know. And and I kind of knew that then that at best, I mean, that that some people are going to end up in awkward relationships that they don't know how to handle. Um, Some people are going to end up lonely in their life with people in them. Sometimes you're lonely when you're among people. And I love this song. It, it just uh, it reminds me of like the path ahead that you're you're going to grow up that things aren't necessarily going to work out the way you want them to. And what I really take away from this song is while the message is about not fitting in is about not getting things you want them to and, and life working out, the music is beautiful. And it, it's, it, it really does speak to me on that level to say it's just like, just because it's not the way you want it to be doesn't mean it's not beautiful. Doesn't mean it's not a trip worth going on. So what was it about 
this volume that made you think the volumes had a future? Good question. Um, because I love to listen to it again and again. And of that file from Napster that I had, I, I probably had 200 songs in there to start with there. You know, you just download all your favorites. Why not? It's, you know, it's free, quote unquote. Um, I had so many that I wanted to burn. Um, you guys should hear volume four. It's good, man. It, it's a good one, you know? So like every time I'd burn a new volume and, you know, I just done the previous two and one and two are really good. According to Ben Rather, they're really good. Uh, and, and three was even more affirming. And then it, they go past that. It's like, this is really fun. This is really interesting. I feel like I'm making something in my own life that matters to me. And, you know, again, it's this is so small potatoes. Like, this isn't even art that is easy to appreciate. This is art that you could appreciate if someone makes a podcast and asks you to talk about a volume and go into detail about why you made it there. It's like, it, there's not really a scenario that this comes up again. But, man, this stuff matters to me. Um, yeah. You've been listening to Blank Cassette, a proud member of the Nerdalogs family of podcasts. Blank Cassette is co-produced by Eric Arnault and Ian Williams. Special acknowledgement to honorary granddaddy producer Gary Lucy. All the music you just heard has been presented for critical and historical purposes only. If you want to hear complete versions of the songs, check out our Spotify playlist for each episode or buy the songs through your favorite music retailer. Supporting the arts is the best. Thanks so much for listening. See you in a couple weeks. Uh, I had 45 seconds to put on the end of this volume. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed off recently in the Caribbean. Isn't it awfully nice to have a penis? Isn't it frightfully good to have a dong? It's swell to have a stiffy, it's divine to own a dick. From the tiniest little tadger to the world's biggest prick. So three cheers for your Willie or John Thomas. Hooray for your one-eyed trouser snake. Your piece of pork, your wife's best friend, your Percy or your cock. You can wrap it up in ribbons, you can slip it in your sock. But don't take it out in public or they will stick you in the dock. And you won't come back. Thank you very much.